So a guy pulls away from you. He goes hot, cold, hot, cold. He's all over the place. He's here. He's there. He comes in, he leaves, and you're not sure what to do about it. Why is he pulling away? What can you do? And can you stop him from pulling away? And the short answer is yes, you absolutely can do things that will stop him from pulling away, depending on why he's pulling away. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Hello, my name is Matthew Coast, and welcome to Commitment Connection. Like I said, today we're going to be talking about how to get a guy to stop, how to keep him from pulling away from you if he's doing that or if you're afraid that he might do that in the future. And so there are seven different things here that you're going to want to do, and they go in order from inner to positioning to communication. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to detach yourself from him. So you need to make what he's doing less important. So one of the biggest reasons why we end up getting stressed out about things in our lives, anything in our life, is because we usually take small things and we blow them up to being really, really important. And so if you're making something really, really important, like what this guy is doing and is he talking to me and did he text me and when's he going to text me next? And well, what's he doing, right? If you're, if it's all about him and what he's doing, then you're going to blow it up. You're going to make it really big and it might not even be something that's big. And so what you want to do first is detach yourself from him. Researchers have, have done a lot of studying on this and they found that when two people are together with each other and one person thinks about that person a lot and they dream about that person and they think about this future that maybe they're going to have together. What ends up happening is that you feel like your identities mold together. And so what you need to do is refocus on building your own personal identity. If you don't already have one already, what you want to do is you want to solidify things, do things that solidify your sense of personal identity. So those are things like working on different passions that you have, uh, you know, getting involved in, in uh, hobbies that you have or work that you have that you really like, doing things that you do that you know is like about you, right? It's it's who you are, right? Maybe Maybe you're into listening to music. Maybe you're into going out to, to wineries. Maybe you're into, I don't know, um, skateboarding or something. I have no idea what you're into, but whatever you're into, what you want to do is figure out that and start spending more time doing that. That way it's not all about him. It's not all about what he's doing and you can minimize and lower his whatever he's doing in his sense of importance. And the, the reason that you want to do this is something that we're going to be talking about a little later, right? You might be thinking to yourself like, yeah, but Matt, I'm not trying to make him less important. I want him to stop pulling away. Well, it's very important that you refocus and you detach yourself from him in order to do this most effectively. And you'll hear why that is here in a minute. So number two is you want to replace the attachment that you have with him with other things. So we talked about detaching from him. Well, it's hard to just detach from something or stop doing something. The only way that people effectively change and stopping doing one thing is if they replace that one thing with something else. And so you want to replace 
what you're doing with him with other things in your life. And most specifically, figure out what it is that you're connecting with him on. And usually it's it's uh, like emotional connection, right? Or love or something like that. Well, you can get that from other places. If that's your main source of connection and love is this guy, what you want to do is start getting connection and love from other things, right? It might be dating other people. If you guys aren't in a committed relationship yet, it might be going out into nature and hanging out in nature and just spending time in nature. It might be with pets, right? Having a dog or a cat, or even if you don't want to have a dog or cat, you can always go to like an animal shelter and pet dogs and cats at animal shelter shelters or, or petting zoos or something like that, depending on uh, what's in your area and what the laws are in your area. You can also get like friends and family, go hang out with friends and family and, and get connection with friends and family that way. Right? So you want to spread out your connection because if it's all on him, right? If you're getting your emotional needs met through this guy or kind of the idealization of this guy or the imagination of this guy, what will end up happening is if he pulls away or you pull away or something happens, you're going to be like, Oh, I got to get my connection back with him. And so you don't want it to all be about him and whether you're getting the connection through him. And instead you want to diversify. You want to you want to spread out the amount of connection that you're getting from multiple different sources. That way, if there's you're missing a source of connection, it's not that big of a deal. All right. So uh, number two is about taking your power back and giving you more control over your life and how you feel by diversifying your connection. Number one was detaching from him. Two was replacing his attachment and connection with other things. And number three is shifting your mindset. So we, I can't tell you how many times we get women that are, it's all about this guy, right? And it's about what he's doing and where he's going and, and how do I get him to do things right? Cause you, you, you feel something for somebody and then it's like, that's it, right? I, I got to make it happen with him because he's, he's it. He's the thing around here. He's my only option. And so what you want to do is shift your mindset. And what you want to do is stop making it about getting him and start making it about getting into the relationship that you want. And if you've been on other videos of mine, you've heard me talk about this before. It's really, really important that you're focusing on the relationship and flipping the frame with him. So it's not about, is he doing the right thing? Is, you know, how do I get him to do the things that I want him to do? How do I get him to be the perfect little man for me? And fix him and change him and, you know, adjust him and do all these things to make him right. And instead, instead about what relationship do, do I want? And what you do is you shine the light, right? Whenever a guy comes by, what you want to do is shine the light on the relationship. And that's a metaphor if you haven't figured it out, which means that what you want to do is communicate that this is what you're looking for. This is what you want. And then he gets to step up and either be that man or not, right? You're evaluating him. He's on trial. And the question is, will he make the cut or not? Instead of it being, how do I get him to do these things, right? You're flipping it back over and you're saying, is he going to make the cut for this? And he might, and he might not, 
right? If it, depending on what the pulling away situation is that you have with this guy, it might not be a big deal and it might be a big deal. And I'm going to be talking about that a little bit later because there's a lot of confusion in the, in our community with what it means when a guy pulls away and if he's actually pulling away or not. And so I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. All right. So number four is what you want. This moves over to the communication thing. And this is encouraging his independence. So a man is far less likely to need space if you're encouraging him to take that space ahead of time. So if you're encouraging him, there, there's kind of a joke out in the men's world where where guys kind of, they, they know when a guy has a girlfriend because all of a sudden he's not allowed to go and do things. He's not allowed to hang out with his friends. He's not allowed to do his hobbies and all these different things, right? And it's kind of this joke about clingy women who kind of are possessive and try to force a man to do all these different things. And you want to do the exact opposite. A, a lot of times guys end up pulling away because they end up feeling really overwhelmed with what's going on in the situation. You're, they, they're changing their life around a lot because they're getting into a dating and relationship situation and they go, okay, I'm feeling overwhelmed because of all this change that's happening. And they feel like they want to pull away, right? And get away and get some space from you. And so if you're encouraging him to continue doing the life that he had before he met you, then it's, it's a lot easier for him to not feel like he wants to pull away. It's a lot easier for him to miss you and to appreciate the time that he gets to spend around you because of the, the scarcity principle. And what will end up happening more likely if you're pushing him away is that he'll want to come back to you, right? Instead of it being this thing where you're latching on to him and he's, he's like, Oh, I'm not sure if I want to be here. And he's trying to pull away and he disappears, right? Instead you're pushing him away. And it's like the rubber band effect, right? It's the rubber band effect. You're pushing him away and he's coming back. And so if you're encouraged, like I said, if you're encouraging him to go and hang out with his friends and hobbies and do the things that he normally does and the things that he loves to do, and you're, you're pushing him and encouraging him to do those things, he's less likely to want to pull away. All right. So number five, and like I said, there's seven of these things and we're on number five right now. Number five is you want to give him space before he needs it, right? Because a man can't pull away if you already pulled away from him, right? Huh? Huh? All right, that's a little bit of a joke if you didn't get it. And, you know, but, but seriously, if you end up giving him space, right? If, if you're in a situation and you're like, okay, men need space sometimes. Well, maybe you need some space sometimes. Maybe not. I don't know. It depends on maybe your attachment style, right? If you have an anxious attachment style, maybe you don't need any space and you can never get enough connection and love and attention. Well, and if that's your situation, then you need to scroll back up to number Number one and two, <laughs> where we talked about building connection, right? And getting connection, creating more connection with other men, creating more connection with friends and family, creating connection with, with animals and nature and creating all that kind of connection. That way you won't be so dependent on him if you're not the kind of person that does need space. And so what you want to do is give him some space. So if you have to schedule it in your 
in your planner or whatever you have to do, but give him that space before he needs it because it's in that space that he'll start to miss you, that he'll start to remember the good times that he's had with you, that he'll want to come back to you and that he'll appreciate the time that you have together more. And so you want to give him that space before he needs it. All right. Number six is setting a standard for what you want. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about, uh, communicating in a high value way in number seven. But one of the ways that you do that is by setting a standard, right? So if a guy is, is he's, it, let's say that you just start dating a guy, or even if you're in kind of a semi relationship, maybe you're not even sure what's going on. Or even if you're in a committed relationship, you can ask this question to a guy in whatever situation you're in and you'll find out what's going on. So here's what you do. You ask him, what he thinks about couples who do X, right? And so X is whatever you want to do, right? So let's say that you like being in contact with a guy every single day, or, or maybe you don't, but you want to know what he thinks about it. What you do is you say, Hey, what do you think about couples who like to text each other every single day? What do you think about that? Right. Or what do you think about couples that that want to stay in constant communication with each other, like eh, all day, all throughout the day, you know, or what do you think about, you know, couples and, and, you know, whatever he answers that question, you can also ask the opposite side. Well, what do you think about couples that, that only connect with each other like once a week? Right. And so what you're doing here is you're, you're getting a framework for his blueprint of the world, right? Cause he has a blueprint about how relationships are supposed to look based on his friends, his family, you know, the, the different experiences that he's had in his past and what he really believes about life and people and relationships in general. And so when you ask him that question, what ends up happening is he starts telling you what this blueprint looks like. And then what you can do is you can start setting standards. And the way that you set, set a standard is you say things like, I really like it when, or I think it's really attractive when, and then you say whatever it is, right? And you can say it about all kinds of different things, right? If you, if you want a guy to act more like a gentleman or more chivalrous or more noble or whatever, right? You can say, I really like it when, when guys hold the door for me. It makes me feel like I'm just being taken care of so much. Right. Or I, I really like it when, when guys act like gentlemen, like it, it's, it's, it makes them stand out so much from all the other men that I meet because guys don't do that kind of stuff anymore, but it's so, it's so attractive. It's really hot. Right. And when you say that kind of a thing, what you're doing is you're setting you're setting a standard for him to chase after, right? You're setting a, a place for him to go after and a thing for him to start doing. So it's basically challenging him and saying, this is what I want. You know, are you going to live up to my standards or not? And then he has a decision whether he's going to, in the future, most guys, what they'll do is they'll, they'll make a mental note of that, right? And what they'll end up doing is they'll either protest against it if they're a contrarian or they'll try to live up to that standard if they're uh, into if they're really into you and they really want you to like them. And so that's that's how you set a standard, right? And you want to make sure that you're doing that. So you ask him what he thinks about couples who do X and then you set a standard for whatever kind of behavior that you want. There's also a way to reinforce 
positive behaviors that he, uh, he does, right? So if, if he does open a door for you, what you can do is just is, is thank him for it and then tell him it's really attractive, right? Like if he opens the door for you and you like walk through and you're like, thank you. Wow. That's really attractive. Guys rarely, you know, I rarely meet guys that are gentlemen these days. And that's, I just think it's so hot. Right. And what you're doing is you're reinforcing positive behaviors that you want him to do more often in the future. And when you tell a guy something like that, when you're like, wow, that was really attractive of you doing that, he'll probably do that in every chance that he gets. Right. Because <laughs> he wants you to feel he wants to feel like he's attractive to you and he wants you to be attracted to him. And so number seven is you communicate like a high value woman if he does leave. And there, so there are three different ways that you can communicate like a high value woman. There's three main ways. There are some other ways that I, I talk about in some of my other programs and stuff, but there are three main ways that you can communicate like a high value woman. A lot of women that I talk to, they, they want to get like revenge on a guy, right? Like I see this in our community sometimes where women are like, oh, he did that. Well, give him a taste of his own medicine and show him who's boss, right? And you're like, uh, that's, that's a really bad way to go, right? Because it's you're, what you're doing when you do that, not only is it incredibly low value behavior, but you're also kind of getting yourself into a cycle right? Where you start kind of this revenge cycle where he starts feeling like you're actually attacking him because you are right. Who knows whether he pulled away was malicious or not. We can talk about that here in a minute, but, um, you know, a lot of women, when you get revenge on a guy, what ends up happening is he'll either try to get revenge back on you. Like he'll try to start playing games back on you or he'll end up leaving. And so instead, what you want to do is communicate in a high value way. And the three main ways to do that are one, setting standards, which is what we just talked about earlier is you set a standard. Number two is you set a boundary. And number three is you walk away. That doesn't mean that you can't come back, but it is definitely a, um, it, but you definitely want to walk away in a certain situation. Right. And, and if you're getting to the point, cause walking away is kind of like a, it's, it's like kind of the extreme measure. And if you're in a situation where you're walking away, you want him to earn having you back. Right. If you're in a situation where you're so angry or you feel like your boundaries have been crossed over so harshly that you have to walk away, what you do is you make him earn getting you back. You make it and the way that he earns it is by investing in you, right? One thing that women who work with me know is that a man's investment in you is far more important than your investment in him because his investment makes him feel attached. It makes him miss you when you're gone. It makes him rationalize backwards, rationalize in his brain that he's done all this stuff because he really likes you, which may, puts him in a position where he's far more likely to fall in love, far more likely to feel attached, far more likely to not want to lose you. And so you want him to invest to get you back. And so those are the different ways 